Welcome to Living Water Radio. How is your life influencing the global pandemic and the future of our nation? How are you being influenced by it? What is critical thinking, and why is it critical that we be thinking during these tumultuous times? My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. We are now at a point in our pandemic where our hospitals are being overwhelmed. One local hospital is now operating at 320% of capacity. Nationally, there were 4,300 confirmed COVID-19 deaths the day before yesterday, with an average of 3,300 for the week. More than 23 million people have been infected, one million more just four days ago. The state of California announced yesterday that everyone 65 and older could get the vaccine. The county of Los Angeles said not so fast. Where's the vaccine? Nationally, the president has now been impeached by the House twice, but it is unclear whether there will be one trial in the Senate. 10,000 National Guard troops were going to be sent to the Capitol to provide security for the inauguration next week, then 15,000, and now 20,000, more than were stationed after 9-11. Every state capital has been warned to be on alert for political violence. How do we sort out the truth about what is going on? Do we accept the word of those in authority? Which authorities do we listen to? That is the role of critical thinking, and there have been few times in our history where it has been more important than today. What is critical thinking? Well, first of all, it's not being disposed to think critical thoughts. I think that the absence of critical thinking is one of the chief reasons we are in such a mess, both with the surge of the coronavirus and our current national crisis. You can find lots of definitions online. This is the first paragraph of the definition given by the Foundation for Critical Thinking, which sounds like a very formidable organization indeed. Critical thinking is the intellectually disciplined process of actively and skillfully conceptualizing, applying, analyzing, synthesizing, and or evaluating information gathered from or generated by Observation, experience, reflection, reasoning, or communication as a guide to belief and action. In its exemplary form, it is based on universal intellectual values that transcend subject matter divisions. Clarity, accuracy, precision, consistency, relevance, sound evidence, good reasons, depth, breadth, and fairness. That definition sounds to me like a very stiff one easily manipulated toward one's own ends, which is exactly not what critical thinking is supposed to do. I'd like to propose some elements of what I think critical thinking is for those who want to search for truth with the prior belief that truth exists and can be known. Critical thinking is, as I conceive it, the first mark of an educated person, not an indoctrinated one, but an educated man or woman. It is critical to the understanding of the Bible, God, and the work of the church. 
I'm going to list items that I think are the chief components of critical thinking and how these elements are central to what it means to be a Christian. Number one, humility. The ability to know, as Paul says, that we now see through a mirror darkly. We don't know and can't know everything. Two, even-handedness. Can you see both sides of an issue? Debate students are required to be able to argue both sides of an issue. Three, independence. Do you wait to see what your group says or your go-to person on the radio or on cable has to say before you form an opinion? Did you receive a liberal arts education and do you continue to consume media on both sides of an issue? Four, fairness. Be concerned that everyone gets a fair hearing of their ideas. Five, responsibility. Take responsibility for one's own education. I didn't realize this until seminary, that I was responsible for my education and not my professors. Six, character. Not being influenced by factors external to the issue. To determine this, follow the money. Also follow the popularity, the acceptance, the rewards, the promotion, the tenure. Ask who benefits and why. And how might that influence what they are or I am saying? 7. Fearlessness. Another lesson I learned is to be fearless in your pursuit of truth, because you will always come back to God, even if your thinking takes you down the rabbit hole for a while. Always ask if it is true, and don't be afraid. Trust the truth. 8. Openness. To avoid bias confirmation or looking only for arguments that support what you already believe, don't read any source as the gospel except the gospel. Let what you read tell you that something is going on, but read widely and trust your own education and who you are to put it into its appropriate context, both in history and within you. 9. Closed-mindedness. As G.K. Chesterton said, the purpose of an open mind is to close it again. That's what learning is. Be open to admitting that you are wrong and when you are, say, okay, this is what I'll take responsibility for. Otherwise, you're just being irresponsible. 10. Skepticism. Don't just doubt everything to look cool, but doubt your doubts. 11. Integrity. Be anti-parochial. To what extent are my opinions the result of never having been exposed to other ideas? of my hometown influences, or my neighborhood, my college or university, or high school, my friends? To what extent did I come to believe these things for acceptance or to preserve my livelihood? Do I go along to get along without even realizing it, or not wanting to think about it for fear of the consequences? Always ask yourself why. Why do I think that? 12. The Ability to Handle Paradox Answers are not always either or. We are saints and sinners. Jesus is human and divine. The more we give, the more we have. And it means the ability to see the connections where others see conflicts. 13. Responsibility. Grow up. James Fowler's Stages of Faith indicates that many people have a middle school faith for their entire lives. Tell me what everyone else believes and that's what I'll believe. That's just conformity. Faith is a relationship that we accept. We can't join it or inherit it. 14. Discernment. The most important. The ability to strip away everything and allow God to speak, whatever the voice is. 
Be vulnerable and let the ideas come. Use reason as a backup check. What does the Bible say? What is the tradition of the church? Discernment is less prone to manipulation than self-centered methods because it seeks influences outside ourselves. Influences that don't always confirm our biases, but sometimes convict us. It means listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, the personal presence of God for good. Living water. It's getting out of the way to let God form us to make the right decisions and guide us to that end. If someone can talk you into believing something, someone else can talk you out of it. There must be something more. That something more is the transcendent living God. Who do you trust? It's been said that seeing is believing, but believing is also the filter through which we see. We don't just see things as they are, we see things as we are. Let the Holy Spirit guide you into the truth. Look to who you are first, and look to who you are by realizing whose you are. Be formed by the living water that is the Holy Spirit. Critical thinking means being the fully human persons we were created to be, and finding our true and trustworthy influences revealed by the person of the Holy Spirit in a living relationship with the one true living God. Jesus speaks about the Holy Spirit in two sections of John chapter 14, starting at the 15th and then the 25th verses. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father and he will send to you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. Today, let's remember to pray to be the faithful members of the body of Christ that God has equipped us to be at our local church, to be faithful and contributing and making a difference in the lives of those both within and outside of the church. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses, and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. 
Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. <music>